Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Good morning. Harmony. This is yeah. Well, hey, and we have Joellen, and Joellen can sing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is better than last week. Last week we started the Grace Changes Everything. That's right. Little series, little mini series. We might not have told the director of that that we were doing this. This is this is better this week. Perhaps. But we have the director. Yeah. Hey, Joellen. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome. We're in Phoenix, and uh, Joellen. Is in Montreat, North Carolina. You were supposed yeah. to sing that. Montreat. Yeah. I don't think there's a song. There you go. All right. So, Joellen, what are you doing in Montreat when you're on the, you know, True Face staff? I mean, what? Well, what, yeah. How'd so, you get over there? I, I, I've been trying to get the True Face staff to move to Montreat, and they have not yet done that. So, that would be delightful uh-huh. if they yeah. would. Yeah. Um, I, I. Well, good choice. My husband is the president of a college over here, Montreat College, and. Uh, here, the last Christian college in the state of North Carolina. And um, we are thrilled to be here. Oh. Yeah, Whoa. we are thrilled to be here. And um, I'm excited to be a part of True Face from afar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Joellen, uh, you started working with us bef- uh, before we you were on staff. But how long has that been that we've been? We've been, we've uh, been. Having you on staff working so on this I've, program. So I've been on staff for about a year and a half. I've been working with the Grace Changes Everything for a little over a year for the, those retreats for about, yeah, a little over a year. Um, prepared for the board meeting uh, a year ago in October um, to present this um, idea, this um, retreat idea. And... Um, and and we are launching. We have launched this fall and are are launching even even bigger into 2018. And really looking forward to what God will do through this amazing amazing vehicle for others, for those that we know and love and um, want to hear this message, for them to experience grace in a small group environment. Amen. Tell us about the. Um couple of the two or three you've already done just give us a sense of what was yeah, experienced so, so we have we have done i think probably five to date um i've facilitated three four maybe and um we, we just recently a couple of weeks ago did a uh, mixed uh, couples and uh young adult one in um the pacific northwest and then a um, one for women in um, Florida, and both of those were so so well received. Um, people used the word transformed. People began to break down walls that have they have built up over time. They began to realize um, of those that, that they have those walls that they. Um, live sort of this hidden, quiet life, not wanting anybody to break through, not trusting others, and and certainly not extending grace to others. And it's it's a beautiful thing to watch slowly as the as as we go through this retreat. Very intentionally, each session just begins to open up people to um, the idea that um, that we need grace in our lives, the grace from God, and that we need to extend grace to others. And to watch that happen in a group of about eight to 12 people um, 
in a home or at a retreat center, whatever, whatever that the host um, decides, whatever that looks like. And it, it, it has been transformational for the people who have come. Amen. What we love is so many people uh, have been starting to be equipped with these truths of grace and identity in Christ, but they ask the question, what, what next? What do I get to do? This is such a powerful gift, this 22-hour event, like a Friday night or and then a Saturday morning, something like that, where you get to invite the people who you love, who you know, who you want to have. We all know 50, 75 people that we would love to have know these truths. And this vehicle, Grace Changes Everything, absolutely allows us to do it. Maybe for the first time, some of us are going to get a chance to uh, host or convene and facilitate such an event eventually. That's a powerful, powerful way of spreading these truths that none of us could do by enough conferences. Yeah, I feel like it. Um, first of all, I would uh, I'll lead people to the to our web page, um, trueface.org. Um, under, under experiences, there is a, there's a tab there that says grace changes everything retreats. And under that, um, under that tab is all the information that you need and a link to sign up, um, to host a retreat. And that will come directly to me and then we'll begin the process. But, but basically you're, you're asking who are those people that you want to invite and bring together. So you put together a list, you figure out where you're going to, where you're going to do it. You, you can do it in, in a home. We need a, a television with an HDMI cord because it's um, story driven and those stories are via video. And then, um, and then, so you figure that out. It starts typically one day at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. If you, if you want to do it so that business professionals can come, um, a Friday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon at two and it ends at noon the next day. And um, the person who is hosting is in charge of uh, making sure that there's food for dinner that evening and breakfast the next morning and then some snacks. Um, and then um, we provide a volunteer facilitator to come to you. There is uh, there, there could be, a cost of those expenses from the facilitator, um, just depending on where those facilitators are coming from. So we have all of our facilitators are volunteer. They're grateful to come and give their time, but, but occasionally there are some expenses with that as well. I think, uh, Joellen, one of the things that I think a host or hostess together would question is they don't have a teaching part. They, 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 it's, they, they don't, they, they're just gathering their friends. Uh, as, as you said, this is story driven. It's, it's, it's these beautiful stories of people who have experienced grace so that the host or hostess don't have to worry about having, quote, a part of leading. That's, that's, that's not correct. their goal and, at and all. And even the facilitator is not a teacher. They have come along, they're coming alongside of you to facilitate the conversation. The stories really are the teachers in, in this and, and showing you um, what this grace, what this kind of grace looks like. So the facilitators come along, um, you, you won't have a sermon, you won't have somebody standing up in front of you teaching, you'll just have a conversation and 
And as a host, you are a part of that group, just like everybody else. How many people is ideal for this conversation? Uh, No more than 12. And if you can have at at least eight friends there, um, that would be, that's, that's ideal as well. So some, somewhere between the eight to 12 range is, is ideal. Great. You know, uh, Joellen, what do you think causes people to do what you were saying earlier to share so quickly, so authentically or vulnerably? So I, I, I think there are two things. One is we really, um, from the, from the get go, from the very beginning, make it a safe place that people feel like they have an opportunity to share and that, that that will be held in confidence. And we talk about that up front. The other is, um, you see other people either on the screen or there in that group sharing at pretty significant levels. And it opens up the availability or the, the ability for us to, to, to do that as well. Hmm. Well, I'm going to violate, um, an environment of grace in the area of confidentiality, uh, confidentiality. A lot of you don't know Joellen right now, the day before Thanksgiving, her table is set right now already this morning, except for the food. I, I believe we should. Um, so for the shame and guilt that causes the rest of us, we apologize. Uh, hey, hey, one one of the beautiful questions that we have in here that we thought we would end with today is uh, question number three. There's there's a series of 20-some questions that you get to look at and answer in this uh, beautiful time, this event of Grace Changes Everything. Number three starts this way. And we just thought because of Thanksgiving, it'd be beautiful for us to take a second to reflect on them. How often have I experienced grace as described in the room of grace? Why was that possible? How much do I desire to live there? Does the thought of the room of grace make me anxious because I have to look at my motives or allow myself to be known? And so I, I just think it'd be great for each of us to answer that first part. How often have I experienced grace as described in the room of grace? And why was it possible? And how much do I desire to live there? And I'll start. I've, I took my dog Bailey for a walk today, and I was, I was full of thanksgiving. Just full of thanksgiving that somehow this people pleaser, this one who would beat himself up all the time, this performer stumbled into an environment where the worst about me could be known and I would discover that I would be loved more, not less in the telling of it. And it is everything. Christ in me, believing that, resting in that, being comforted, being protected in that. It is and it has changed everything for me. And I'm so grateful to have met you men, uh, the staff, uh, the church I'm at, my family, who have all bought in at various levels and various capacities to these truths of grace. I don't know how to live another way. Amen. I walked with a friend this morning and we reflected on the thankful spirit we have because of this miracle of grace as expressed in our children and our children's children. It it just, I just bubbled uh, hearing his story and he hearing mine and, and so as I think of, of this experience of grace, as it creates thanksgiving in me, I see it in the lives of my dear family. Mm-hmm. It just blesses me so deeply. Yeah. 
I read something in one of these Thanksgiving posts that gratitude is one of the hardest things to nurture in yourself. Hmm. Well, um, God, again, as you say, by that miracle of the cross, has put in us a heart of gratitude. Amen. And Amen. so it's not something that's out there that you're trying to grasp for, you're trying to find, you're trying to train yourself in. God has put in us, in that our DNA, a heart of gratitude. And um, I, I just have to, you guys remind me, because you're talking about your dog, John, and <laughs> Joellen just texted a picture to David of her dog, Jack. Jack. And I got this from one of our uh, tribal uh, leaders up in Colorado, Craig Glass, this morning. He says, gratitude, as he quotes Joseph Stalin, is an illness suffered by dogs. <laughs> and I thought, well, thank you, wow. Craig. Thank you for that. <laughs> but then he went on and quoted G.K. Chesterton yeah. to say, thanks is the highest form of thought. Mm. Gratitude is happiness mm. doubled by wonder. Mm. G.K. Chesterton. Mm. So he said he was going to go with Chesterton and still yeah. Stalin on that. <laughs> Use Stalin as a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because that doesn't work. May you suffer like a dog. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Thank you for listening to us about Grace Changes Everything. And again, if you have an interest in that, and I bet many of you do, go to trueface.org and you'll see so much there to uh, connect with Joellen uh, on these hosting of the Grace Changes Everything retreats. Happy Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen.